It has been two years and five months since I last treated a patient. I'm going to start off with the statement that I'm about to piss a lot of people off. I fully to expect to even lose a few subscribers, but I haven't held back in previous episodes. It would be disingenuous to start now. When I say I only need 10 minutes to know who a patient is, this is not a statement about my having an innate talent to read people. The statement is actually a job requirement. I've talked before about how physical therapy is a customer service business before it is anything else. One of the most important parts of getting buy-in from a patient is understanding who the patient is as a person. Knowing the person will drastically influence how a provider will build a relationship, deliver education, and create a plan of care. It starts with the name. Most people know that when filling out paperwork for healthcare settings, you need to use your legal name. At this point, it's more common to see a space for preferred name as well, but that's not included as often as you might imagine. So when I was in a setting where preferred name was not included, one of the first questions would be if the legal name is the name the patient wishes to be called by. There's an effect that comes to people who have three or more syllable names. They're faced with the decision in life of keeping the long form of the name or using the short form if one exists. When I ask what name a patient prefers to use, opting for the long form name, and most importantly how they tell me they prefer the long form name, tells me a lot. Let me present you with two examples. Patient 1 says, I generally go by Mariana, but it doesn't really matter. Patient 2 says, Jeremiah is preferred. I know patient two is going to be incredibly high maintenance. I couldn't possibly care less what a patient, what name a patient wants me to use. I'll call them whatever they want. What I learned from the response to my question is entirely tied to the undertone of the response. Having a preference for the long form name can be one of many reasons. Maybe they go by Jonathan because they don't want to go by the short form that is another name for a toilet. It's entirely reasonable to go with the long form. It's a preference after all. The undertone from Mariana expresses preference nonchalantly. She's going to be fine to work with. Jeremiah's undertone is confrontational or at least pretentious. He is wielding the preferred name like a weapon and as a result is guaranteed to be a difficult patient. Of course, people who have two or less syllable names and people who write down the short form name can still suck. It's just that I don't get the benefit of going through the preferred name discussion to find that out early on. Speaking of paperwork, there's a field that asks, asks a patient to write down how many alcoholic drinks they have per week. Often, when they write zero, I know it's probably accurate. However, if they write anything else down, I can pretty safely double it. People who drink know that to write zero isn't believable, even if I'll never know one way or another. However, there's the lovely effect that is also demonstrated when people get pulled over by the police for drunk driving. Yeah, Sifer, I had one or two drinks, but that's it. It's the same thing on medical paperwork. Granted, this doesn't help me know the patient any better as a person, but it is information I get about a patient that fits into the first 10 minutes. The last part of the paperwork that influences how much I know about a patient comes from the section on listing medications. Even though they've completed their paperwork, whatever they have written in this area, including writing nothing, I treat as if I didn't read at all. This isn't necessarily due to a lack of trust. It's that there's a lot of reasons people don't write down medications. To be honest, a big portion of that is because a person simply forgot that they were taking any medications. This happens when you've been on a routine for a really long time, and so it just doesn't cross your mind.
I always asked everyone, are you taking any medications for anything, including over-the-counter medications? My goal with specifying medications for anything is to trigger memories in case they might fall into the group forgetting that they're taking something. However, there is one response to this question that I find incredibly annoying. It's when the reply is, not that it's related to why I'm here. That is not what I asked. I understand people like to have privacy. I'm not asking that question because I'm trying to pry into personal lives. I'm a healthcare professional. If a patient withholds medical inf- medication information from me, it affects my ability to appropriately diagnose and, depending on the medication, massively decreases my ability to treat a condition. Medications have side effects. I need to know what I'm faced with in that department. If a patient has decided that privacy about healthcare information is more important than giving a healthcare provider healthcare information, I know they're going to be difficult to work with. I've said before, The body is so complex, the entire medical profession barely knows what's going on. An extremely effective way of decreasing chances of success is to reduce the already limited amount of information the healthcare provider has to work with. The next fun one is tied to pain. I've said in the past I don't care about a patient's pain because it's extremely minimally effective in helping me treat them. However, I have to ask because I need to put something in the note. It's a measure the insurance company cares about, so I have to get it. I can learn something about the patient by their response, though. I ask, what's your pain number on a scale of 0 to 10? If they conversationally tell me it's a 12 out of 10 and they're not trying to be funny, I know they're going to struggle with even minor discomfort that comes with the rehab process. Speaking of pain, I've heard I have a really high pain tolerance from a lot of people. When someone says that to me unprompted, I 100% know the opposite is true. The way I know if a patient actually has a high pain tolerance is if the person causing them pain, like me, tells them that they have a high pain tolerance. While I can get annoyed with a 12 out of 10 pain or people refusing to give me information I need, I don't particularly find the self-proclaimed high pain tolerance annoying. It's a story people tell themselves because they've had, they have had what they feel is a lot of pain and continued on with their lives in spite of it. It's also a defense mechanism to allow a person to move forward in their day in the face of debilitating pain conditions. However, rest assured, if the patient is the one telling me they have a high pain tolerance, it's not anywhere near as high as they think it is. There are a million other personality traits that I can pick up on in the first 10 minutes of meeting a patient. Those are patient-specific, though. Everything up to this point has been common elements to see in patients. I also want to say that none of what I have said so far is meant to be figure-wagging. My annoyance at some of the traits doesn't really matter. The reality is that my feelings about a patient are so completely irrelevant to addressing the issue that brought them into physical therapy. The information I've stated in this episode is information that shapes how I interact and treat a patient. Knowing information about a person as an individual will help me with getting better outcomes for them. I can avoid pitfalls that will reduce the chance of them buying into my plan of care. I can be more conservative in the exercises I prescribe in case they're on a medication that has a side effect that negatively impacts their physiologic response to exercise. I can adjust what kind of interventions I do based on their level of tolerance to pain. All of this is vital to increasing the chances of reaching their resolution of the thing that brought them into physical therapy. Signing off for today. Never settle for mediocre but be careful how hard you burn striving for greatness. Sometimes that cost is more than your mind can afford.